0: With us. Good to have Terry. I have not seen Terry and his mom in a good while. I appreciate them coming down from up in Virginia. Amen. Eleventh chapter of Matthew. Eleventh chapter of Matthew. I got a short message this morning. Amen. A simple, simple message, straight from God appreciate all that's come. Boy, I appreciate the presence of God. Appreciate y'all praying for Scotty. He's with a walker. He's shuffled his feet a little bit. And they got him in line to go to some kind of rehab, maybe a stick center. But just pray for him. God knows. I tell you, this is all working. I don't see it. Sometimes, but it's for the glory of God. Everything works for the good. They may love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Amen. so, I just need to look at it. Uh, Mark Waddington there with us Wednesday night. And he said something that touched my heart. I'd heard him say the same thing before I'd, Heard his testimony, and I asked him if God could lead to give his testimony again. But something he said really touched my heart. He'd ask the Lord to save him. Amen. My voice changing. I'm 17. Amen. Amen. He'd ask the Lord to save him in his room. He said, he, in the upstairs room, he asked the Lord to save him. And I forgot the length of time, four days, I think he said. Four days down the road, he's going down, down the street, all down and depressed. And the Lord spoke to him, didn't speak to nobody else, but he spoke to him, and he said, You hypocrite. Ooh, You've probably heard that more than I have, but he's told, I've heard it two or three times, that he gave his testimony. You hypocrite. And I thought, why was he calling him a hypocrite? He said, the Spirit spoke to him. Because God had done saved his soul. Why don't we accept it? Amen. That we are children of God. There ain't nothing Satan can throw at us, can knock us down if we'll stay where God wants us to stay. There's hardships. I thought about it and Michelle this week and thought about Taylor and I thought about Beasley there Miss Miss Jessica passing on and I thought we wonder why this happens but God knows and it's for a reason that some of my family is going to make a decision which way they go is up to them some will come forward some will go backwards But neighbor, it's in their hand. What I want to preach on right out of Matthew is what Jesus said, come unto me. I think since maybe Tuesday, uh, this scripture has been on my heart. Come unto me. Come unto me. We got bad news last Saturday morning. We got terrible news this Saturday morning. But God, but God, and I thought on the scripture, and I thought, God, you're speaking to me, saying, come unto me. Come unto me. I need you more now than I've ever needed you. Jesus wants me to come unto him. Hey, I've got the same spirit that I had 55 years ago when God saved me. The same Bible, amen, when God saved me. Same working of the Holy Ghost, power of God. If the world dries up, the world goes to the thanks of the world, and the world means more to church people than God, amen. I've still got the Holy Ghost, power of God. I've still got the speaking to of God, the voice when I read the word. There's power in the blood today. I'm glad, I'm glad that Jesus has planted some things in my heart that the world cannot get. Amen. The world cannot get. Glory be unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pray for us. This won't take long. Amen. Amen. 11th chapter, we won't read it all, let's go to, I don't usually do this, let's stand up and I'll read, I'll read from 25 through the 11th chapter of Matthew, I don't do this because sometimes I stop and preach and don't even get through the scripture so I've, I've had to, I can't follow suit sometimes, but he said in the 25th verse of the 11th chapter of Matthew, Matthew, and that At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemeth good in thy sight. All things are delivered unto me of my Father, And no man, listen to this, no man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son. And he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke, upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart and you shall find rest unto your soul not maybe but shall For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Father, I ask you, God, to use us to give the church a little touch. God, of what you give us, Lord, I thank you for your power. And all I need to do is come to you. I don't need anything of the world. I just need to come to you. It's all yours, and you'll take me to the Father. You're the intercessor. You'll take care of us all if we'll only come to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. I appreciate the Word of God. You can be seated. I appreciate what the Word of God has said there in the 27th verse, and he said, and these things, all things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son, but the Father neither knoweth any man but man, the Father save the Son and he to whomsoever of the Son will reveal him that busted his Muslim doctrine all to pieces my friend, we've got to get to God, we've got to come through, Jesus Christ the darling Son of God and what he said to us the Father delivered all thanks to Jesus, amen And Jesus delivered it to the Holy Ghost. Amen. And he went to the Father and he come back to us. So there's no reason whatsoever that I should doubt and not trust God. There's no reason whatsoever that I should let my uh, faith fall or fail. There's no reason that I should doubt that God ain't right here uh, today through Jesus Christ. And he's speaking to hearts. And he's delivering a message. He's taking care of the brokenhearted. He's lifting up of those that are standing in need of an extra touch today. I'm glad today that my Jesus is here on a heel He's here to save. His arm is stretched out. His arm is not shortened that he cannot save. He's here to take care of us. And I thought about and I know sometime recently, maybe maybe this year I have preached on the yoke but if we could understand what the yoke is and the yoke that they own an old cow or an, an unruly a calf. Amen. The yoke is to keep them from running through the fence. And I thought, you know, we don't have a visible yoke, but I'm going to tell you something. We've got the Word of God to keep me from running through a fence into trouble. And the old saying has always been, the grass looks greater on the other side. And we see a, a cow or a horse, a man that's got beautiful pasture, but they're over there trying to reach through. Every every one of you that went down the road and seen this and I thought about that's what the devil uh, does to us. He tries to show us that the price the grass is greener on the other side that you'll have pleasure over there and the only thing that'll keep me from jumping the fence is the yoke of God. Amen. I need the yoke of God on me and it is the word of God. Butch has brought it heavily uh, to read the word of God, if I hadn't have read the word, of God, I'd been through the fence on the other side. Amen. And glory to God. There's destruction. Dist- there's disgrace. There's failure on the other side of the fence. There's trouble on the other side of the fence. God saved me on the other side of the fence. Put a yoke on me, the Word of God. Put a name on me, a child of God, a Christian. Amen. And he gave me enough of the Word of God, enough faith, John, till I can go on so No, I don't need my head stuck through the fence trying to eat from the other side. I need to stay in the bounds that God has given me. The Word of God said, and it's red writing, that Jesus said, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. And he said, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Amen. We need to take that word and learn of the grace of Almighty God how God has taken care of all of his disciples how God time and time again has taken care of the disciples of God the children of Israel how many times when they kept rebelling God would turn them over to an unruly king God would turn them over for destruction of the flesh amen but when they repented, he'd go back and pick them up Go back and pick them up. And I thought, America, if we don't turn back to God, we're getting ready to be turned over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh. On It's time that we come unto God. The Word said it plainly. It says it in Matthew, Mark. Luke, come unto God. Come unto me, all ye that labor. Or we labor today in the things of the world, or we labor in the things of God. I'm going to tell you, Butch said it was a struggle to read. It's a struggle to go to the altar and pray. It's a struggle to keep Bill under. I'm talking about the old man under subjection to God that I can hear the Holy Ghost, power of God. Speak to me and give me a message. Oh, sometimes, sometimes I struggle. Saturday evening, Saturday night, and I ain't got nothing. This week he come early in the week and said, come Come unto me. I'm glad every now and then. God'll put it up front. Give you dessert first, amen, brother. Give you the dessert first before you have to eat them left over pintos. Huh. Amen. He gives you the dessert up front. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. We don't throw out nothing at the house till it's molded, say amen, Todd. I laughed at <laughs> this new modern world. I laughed about it, and I just done it to prove something to myself. I told you all a few weeks ago about the Walmart bread had baked in love. Well, we had a loaf of that bread laying there, and I picked it up to make me a sandwich. Some of y'all are gonna say, shee. I know, you hey, not my preacher. And I looked at it, there's a little mold, James, around. We didn't used to throw that away, we'd rake it off and eat it. And I thought, well, I'm going back to the old days. I ain't even gonna cut it off or rake it off. I put a little extra mayonnaise, amen. <laughs> put a little extra mayonnaise and I talked to Bill, I talked to me. I said they told me that mold has got penicillin in it. It's a whole lot cheaper than going to the doctor. So I put my egg and bologna and tomato on that molded bread. (laughs) I ain't got a cold today. I had a shot of (laughs) penicillin. I I (laughs) I went out on the porch with a hot cup of coffee and my molded bread that was baked with love. Amen, and had a little talk with Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Man, he's still in the healing business. Hey, church, i done that. I'm not lying to you. I've done that. I've done that. I done that i did not do it in ignorance. I know what I was doing. I proved something. We are throwing stuff away that other people would love to have. Yeah, I, I saw it. I know. I've told it a hundred times. In Cuba, I eat one cracker and mayonnaise for breakfast. And a little cup of coffee, it wasn't that big. I begged that lady. I tried to speak Spanish. I begged her in every language I know. I need a little more coffee. I need a little more coffee. She called me the coffee man when I left her. That's why she called me the coffee man. Amen. I'm going to tell you we have wasted what God has given us. I'm going to tell you God has given us shouts. God has given us healings. God has given us salvation. God give us a portion of faith, a great portion of grace, and he's let us live prosperity. All of my life, I have prospered from the time I was a little boy carrying water from the spring. Amen. Taking a bath in a number two washing tub, four and five hours. I have prospered up to a shower and a bathtub with hot running water and a refrigerator. We don't need a spring box. I've been blessed. And on top of that, Andy, about 26 years old, 55 years ago, the Lord Jesus Christ visited me in my bathroom and saved myself. I've been touched by the hand of Almighty God. This ain't no place for me to stop and start doubting. This ain't no place for me to stop and quit. This ain't no place for me to throw in the towel and say I can't shout. I'm too old. Oh, glory to God. It's time that I start lifting both hands amen and praising God and telling the world that Jesus Christ still lives he still redeems. he still saves so us he still takes care of all sinners and those that are in need uh, today He's still king of kings and lord of lords hey, glory to God Jesus sitting on the right hand of the father making intercession uh, for you and I amen what a Savior. What a Savior we got today. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Keep waving that man. Stand up. Stand up and look around. Show Justin you. Look that way. Show Justin they still some people still loves God. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 I've come with praise on my heart. Today. and he said, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. My boy's broke, pelvis hip, ribs, collarbone, backbone, everything's broke, but he took a few steps on a walker. I could sit down and cry my eyes out, and I've cried a tear or two. Don't get me wrong. I could sit down and self pity. But I need to be praising God that he's alive. He's got to change to get right with God. Honey, the hospitals are full. Bryce, what's Bryce last night? Bryce Lindsay was in the wreck last night on life support, laying Baptist Hospital. A hey, neighbor... I know what it is to stand there over a body that looks like it'll never, looks like it'll never survive or come back. And if we'll pray, we'll pray, God will touch that. Amen. Hallelujah! God's changing people's direction every day. Hey, you're gonna turn around and go back, or you're gonna go forward? I'm gonna go forward, I can't Text me, and I mentioned it last week, but he texted me about two months ago, roughly. Text me from a hospital, and he said, I've rededicated my life. said, I'll be in church, and I never thought about him coming back here. Never thought about him coming here, but I thought he'll be in church. Knows where his mom and dad went, did his dad's funeral. And the next thing I know, he said down right back there. And then he sat down right back there. Now he's sitting right there. Amen. God will change your direction for you. It's up to you which way you take it. God changing something for you today. Which way you're going to go? You're going to cry in self-pity or just stop and give God praise for what he's done for us? Hallelujah. A man will eat molded bread. I guess it'd be all off right him, pull off his coat, won't it? <laughs> yeah. there ain't nothing no dignified about us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Keep praying, Ben. We'll, we'll keep Amen. preaching. Amen. It said, Come unto me, all you labor heavy laden, I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul you can find rest Under your soul people ask me why this this ain't modern no more why you still roll up your sleeves my daddy was a sawmill man a drunk but when he always took his bath put on his short sleeve shirt he rolled up his sleeves he didn't teach me to go to church but he showed me to roll up my sleeves I did learn something Amen. I'd like to teach mine to go to church. I don't care if I had muscles like you. I'd roll them way up here. But we need to teach them to go to the house of God. I told Janet we got a little great-grandbaby three years old. I don't know what it's going to take, but it's looking rough. But my heart, desire and prayer has been to sit beside the little fellow in church may not get to sit at the kitchen table, but my desire is to sit with him in church. Amen. Amen. It's hardship to get a three-year-old here, I know. I know. Let me get off of Bill's self-pity and just keep it trucking. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I need three hands sometimes. I can't hold them. I can blow my nose and turn the page. Turn the page, too. I can't. I can't do all that. Let's turn over to Jeremiah. I jotted down the scripture. Jeremiah 17 and 29. I'm going to read these fast. Jeremiah 17. Jeremiah 17. Jeremiah 17, 13 and 14. O Lord, the hope of Israel. All that forsake thee shall be ashamed. Hello? People ain't ashamed today that's forsaken the Lord. But can I tell you one day they will be? I read it out of Ecclesiastes Wednesday night. And we are going to stand before the judgment of God. We are. We'll be ashamed. And they that part from me shall be written in the earth because they have forsaken the Lord, the fountain. Listen to this. They have forsaken the Lord, the fountain of living waters. Not just water, but the fountain of living waters. Lead me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Listen to this. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for Thou art my praise. Heal me, O Lord, and I'll be healed. Save me, O Lord, and I'll be saved. No other name under heaven given among man whereby he must be saved except Jesus Christ. Let me turn over to Jeremiah 29. Uh, Jeremiah 29, 11. Eleven through thirty and I like this. Ooh. I like his yoke. <laughs> this yoke fits me. I've got the right cross. It's exactly the right weight. It ain't so heavy I can't bear it. And it ain't so light that I just won't throw it down. I know it's there. Hello? I've got the right cross. I've got the cross the Lord give me. Oh, glory to God. I wish I could shout, church. i just ride back and shout. Hallelujah. I don't know why people don't have a desire to serve God. I don't know. I just don't know. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end. The twelfth verse. Then shall you call upon me. And you shall go and pray unto me. And I will hearken unto you. I'll listen. I will listen. The thirteenth verse. And you shall seek me and find me. Listen to this. You shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. Are we searching for the Lord with all of our heart? Are we reaching out with everything in us? I guess it's a family tradition. I don't know. But me and Butch has got the same problem. It's probably in the blood. I hey mean, we need sanctifying, but we can't keep our mind stable. We can't keep our mind on one thing. It's hard to stay in the Word and concentrate. It's hard. I can sit down in the basement. And I got a five by ten room. Close to the door and nothing to bother me. But my mind will wander off. Several times, God knows, more yesterday than usual, but several times on Saturday, if at all possible, I've got to get up, go back to the altar, establish my mind, that I'll be wholehearted into preaching to you all the very best I can, to give you the very best that I can as the middleman to deliver to you what God has given me. Jesus is saying to every one of us, come unto me. All you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Like I told you, I'm going to get done quick today. So don't grow worried too soon. Let me go over to Exodus. Exodus. Exodus 32. I'm going to give you a minute. Turn over. There. Some of you want to turn over. There. I said in there the other day in my old Bible, Lord God only knows how many miles that's went, but my thumb index is wowed. I can't see. And I, oh, I just all of a sudden I forgot where that book was. I didn't know if it's behind this one or before that one. Y'all ever do that? Yeah. That's why I gotta just keep on reading. One of these days I'll know where it's at. I've got to keep on. Thirty two. Y'all like this. I know y'all like this. Exodus thirty two. This is after Moses. He'd went up on the mountain to pray, and y'all, everybody's heard this priest. And he come back down. They heard a noise, and it wasn't a noise of trouble. And they heard them playing, they were dancing, amen. And they took their gold and iron and had made them a golden calf. Moses come back down off the mountain, the twenty fifth verse, and he said, and when Moses saw that the people were naked. For iron had made them naked unto their shame among their enemies. This is a man of God, Moses' blood brother. And when Moses went away just a little while, he took their calves and made, took their gold and made a golden calf. And he got them naked for their shame. Their shame, and they were dancing and making, making noise. Twenty six. Hey, I wonder how many is naked today? Been there, been uh, been run naked by some leader in the church? Hello. Oh, hello, church. Let's tell it like it is. Twenty six verse was on my heart. Then Moses stood in the gate. Of the camp and said, Who is on the Lord's side? Have I ever preached that before? Who is on the Lord's side? Moses seen them naked. They'd worship the calf. They finally threw the calf in the fire and it it all melted down. Then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, Who is on the Lord's side? Let him come unto me. That's the same words that were said. Can I tell you, Moses wasn't saying, Come to me. But Moses, at that time, was a type of Christ or Holy Ghost. He was the leader. He's the one that had to get in touch with God. And he said, Who? Is on the Lord's side. Come to me. Jesus said in Matthew, Come unto me. All ye that labor, come unto me. Come unto Jesus. We don't have to go through Moses, praise the Lord. A shortcut to glory. Could we take it today? But the same thing stands. Who is on the Lord's side? Who is on? the Lord's side. First guitar classes I ever took over to college and as a girl would sing, Willie Luffman's our teacher. We know that we are Christians by our love and it were repeated it right over and over and over. Who's on the Lord's side? We know that we're Christians by our love. or oh, is animosity built up. I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to show them. Come on, church. We're backbiters. Hey, we break down. We break down what God has done to take care of. We try to fix it so we'll be the hero. Let me tell you up front, God don't need no more heroes. Amen. He needs some children that will serve him. Who's on the Lord's side? Are we trying to make a name for ourselves, or for the Lord? Are we trying to get another new convert or one to just follow us? I'm going to tell you, we're not following Moses today. But Jesus Christ, the darling Son of God, The indwelling Spirit of God. I'm glad when Matthew rededicated 60, 70 some days ago that the Spirit of God, when he truly wholeheartedly said, God, I need you. Willing to give up the world. And she took him back and they come back together. And the Spirit of God moves right back in there. Neighbors, who's on the Lord's side? If you drifted Come back. Moses said in Exodus, he said, who's on the Lord's side? Come unto me. Moses said, come to me. I'm going to show you what happened. I'm going to read it right out of the Word of God. He said, who is on the Lord's side? Let him come unto me. And all the sons of Levi gathered themselves together unto him. We're not gathered together today as we need to be. Families are separated. We don't talk. We don't pray. We don't love. We don't help one another. Church, some of you ain't been from this side to that side and I don't know when. They just some you dodge, some you hug necks, some you dodge, some you'd rather not be around. Amen. That's how church is God. Who is the author of this? Satan. Who's on the Lord's side? Who is on the Lord's side? Preacher, call me this week and ask some several questions. Been pastoring about as long as I have. We had a long conversation. I praise God for it. Praise God for it. But neighbor, our church world is backing up on God. Our church world ain't standing where God wants us to stand. Even though we're still coming to church fairly regular, we're not doing it outside. We're not doing it outside. I'm going to jump right down here to the 28th verse in Exodus 32. And the children of Levi did according to the word of Moses. Let me just read it. I need to read it all. We know where And he said unto them, it's 27th verse. He said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, put every man his sword on his side and go in, and out from gate to gate throughout the camp and slay every man his brother. And every man his companion and every man his neighbor and the children of Levi did according to the word of Moses and there fell of the people that day about 3,000 men. And Moses had said, and Moses had said, Concentrate yourselves today to the Lord. Give yourself to the Lord. There was 3,000, amen. And these didn't die in a car wreck or drug overdoses. My friend, they wasn't on the Lord's side. They wouldn't come unto me. Moses asked them, he said, who's on the Lord's side? Come unto me. They didn't come. But the Levites got up and come to Moses and started praying, I believe, started repenting. The Bible didn't say this, but I believe they give their self awarded And Moses told them, he said, strap on your sword, go in and out the gates, and kill. And they killed 3,000. What if today, come on, church, what if today, if you're not on the Lord's side, what if God sent a man with a sword to take your life and 3,000 die? I've heard this week, why does God let this happen? Why does God allow us to stay out of his house? Why does God allow us not to shout? He left it up to us. I come this morning. I wanted some more with me, but I come this morning because I had a message that God had given me. And before I got to preach it, I was going to learn something else from the Word of God. I was going to pray in the prayer room. I was going to get to singing. I can't sing. I was going to get to sit up there in the choir. Hum. I got to hum in the choir. I got to enjoy the faces. Y'all ain't smiling. Smile. Amen. So I can enjoy. <laughs> Amen. So I can enjoy. The I seen her smile do that again smile again. She may laugh out loud before she leaves. Amen. But we need the smiling faces of each other. When when trouble comes in our home, you need the smiling faces. I thought Avery never had much sickness in his life and he told me a while ago he thought he had his last cancer, last cancer operation on both sides of his head. That's painful. I done been there. It's painful. It messes up your vision, your thoughts. It messes up your prayer life. We need each other. Smile, Sheena. You got old Matthew back. Oh, hallelujah. Don't you drop your head. I love you. I love you. Amen. It's good. It's good. John Donna, you don't know what you mean to me. I'm telling you, it just bubbles my heart to see. I tell you what, to see you visitors, it's so good to have you all today. I'm glad you got off the beach and hey Amen. I love you. God is good. God is good to us. But who's on the Lord's side? I'm going to read that one more time. But if everybody that wasn't on the Lord's side was slain today, what if he sent the Levites or the Baptists or the Methodists out with a sharp sword? And he and killed them, and 3,000 died. 3,000 died. Moses said, Who is on the Lord's side? Let him come unto me. I'm going to read one more verse, and I promise you all I'm quitting. John, I'm going to turn to John 7, and thirty, thirty-six. 36. John 7. Oh, praise the Lord. Ben, I appreciate you, buddy. I appreciate a 16-year-old boy that'll cry out in church, preach it. Hey, I wouldn't do it when I was 16. I'd hide back yonder somewhere in the back. I'd hide way back yonder. John 7. John 7. Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate you from the depths of my heart. I may need to read two or three more than this. Seventh chapter, of John. He told them there in the 34th verse, he said, Ye shall seek me and shall not find me, and where I am, thither you cannot come. Then said the Jews among themselves, Whither will he go that we shall not find him? You know today that the Jews are still asking questions but I'm going to tell you today us Gentiles are still asking questions I've been asked this this week several times why why does this happen why does this happen I've even said it myself Lord I can't handle much more why why does it keep piling up then I come to him I come to him and I say well I know why I'm suffering with Christ. I'm suffering with Christ. And he said, "Ye shall seek me and shall not find me. And where I am, thither you cannot come. Then said the Jews among themselves, "Whither will he go that you cannot find him? Will he go into the dispersed among the Gentiles and teach the Gentiles? What manner of saying is this, that he said, ye shall seek me and shall not Find me, and where I am, thither ye cannot come. 37th verse. And this was the verse I needed to get to. In the last day, in the last day, that great day of the feast, as Jesus took communion, the last day before his crucifixion, he said, Jesus stood and cried in the last day. Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. In the last days, and we are in the last days, definitely in the last days, if there's anybody thirsty for the Word of God, For Jesus Christ as their Savior, if anybody hungers and thirsts after righteousness, the Bible said, we'll be filled. We won't be left empty. But he said, if if you thirst, let him come to me and drink. There's no point. There's plenty of living water flowing right out of the throne of God. Oh, glory, glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the king. There's plenty of saving grace left. But can we find anybody thirsty? Can we find anybody that wants to give up the world for Jesus? That wants to give up their lifestyle for Jesus? Is there anybody left? he that believeth on me as the scripture has said out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water I'm going to go one more step we've believed in the Lord is there living waters flowing out of us are we Compressed, depressed, oppressed, and overpressed, but always living waters coming out of us. We are the fella and he's dead now. Preached a great message on the old hand pump and you pump and you pump and you pump, but if it ain't primed, they don't do nothing to come out of it well pumps, if they're not primed, they've got to have some water to pump water. So you've got to be alive. There ain't no use for me to go preach to the cemetery. They done gone on. So you got some water in you. You're alive. And I'd like to prime you just a little bit more with the Word of God. If we believed, is water flowing out of us? I'm talking about the Word of God. Is our testimony flowing out of us? Or am I crying, finding fault with everybody, trying to fix everything and let my own life go to pot? The Bible teaches don't grow weary in well doing, don't grow weary in a way do it. Church, we've got out of heart because ours didn't move. We've got out of heart because when we prayed, none come. We've got out of heart. We've got out of heart. We think everybody's heard it. The Lord may have it down 207 times. You called out that name today I'm going to hit him one more time I'm going to convict him one more time that might be the day that might be the day I don't want them to come out with a sword and kill me I'm on the Lord's side stand to your feet and everybody that's able and on the Lord's side it may take a while but would you come by the altar and pray. Some will come first and some will come later. But could we all come that the water of life could begin to flow out of our bellies? Who who is on the Lord's side? I promise you from the depths of my heart. Oh. (laughs) Billy Graham would probably shout. He said, look at them. They're still coming. They're coming to the altar, wanting the rivers of life to flow out of them. He that believeth on me, as the scripture said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of water. Who, who is on the Lord's side? Who, who wants to stand up for Jesus? Pray, church, like we've never prayed before. There's people dropping off into eternity every day. There's people that have heard of Jesus but don't know Jesus personally. There's need in our community. There's needs in our church. There's needs all around us, in our families. Oh, my Lord and my God. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. Oh, I praise you, holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Jesus stood and he cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink.